Hello and welcome to the More the Merrier podcast. This is Donna G. You can find me on socials at TMTM with Donna G on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And thank you for joining me here on redcircle.com slash the more the merrier. Inside Out is Canada's largest LGBTQ plus film festival. And this year it's online and access is Ontario wide. It began October 1st and runs till October the 11th inclusively. You can get tickets at insideout.ca. I had a chance to talk to programming director Andrew Murphy about this year's virtual festival. I refer to Andrew as uh, Toronto's own Paul Rudd because he never seems to age. At the end, you'll get a reference to that. Here now is that interview. Do you ever meet people who still don't know about Inside Out? Uh, you know, shockingly, yes. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, and that's not coming from ego at all. It's just, you know, with with a generation and I think in a world where we have more access to information than ever, to not hear about the third largest festival in Toronto behind TIFF and hot dogs is still a little mm-hmm. surprising to me, honestly. You know, I we you know we do well and we appreciate everyone that supports us and, and comes out. But it is it is always it's it's always interesting when you get those moments where someone's like, oh, so where do you work? Oh, oh, so you work for TIFF? It's like, well, no, I don't work for TIFF. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, every day is a journey. So <laughs> just mean just pushes us harder to keep our message. You have the finance uh, forum and the grant programs. Can you tell me a bit more about those interest industry sections? Yeah. So um, the LGBTQ finance forum, uh, we started in 2017 and it was a way uh, we had uh, Jen Nathanson who runs the big finance forum event at TIFF who has been running that for years. And uh, she noticed that some of the queer themed projects weren't getting the tier of meetings at these industry events during TIFF. And so what we were finding is that there is in mainstream media uh, and financiers that there was still a stigma that LGBT films don't make money. Uh, And so that was a great challenge. We were like, yes, accept this challenge. And uh, so we started our own small event with, we usually feature about a dozen projects each year and they're feature projects at a strong second draft stage. And what we do is we connect um, the filmmakers and produce their producers with um, financiers, sales agents, EPs from all over the world. So we set it, we set them up in uh, in meetings to do that, and we've had some great success. We've actually had three projects get financed and made so far, which is they're pretty great odds considering. Uh, so that's one that's one uh, main project. We also have the Refocus Fund uh, that um, offers grant. Uh, money for uh, travel to the festival, as well as for uh, production, like post-production uh, grants for um, women, non-binary and trans folks as well. Uh, and we have the Out TV uh, documentary fund uh, that uh, I believe we're just about to launch again this year. We, we did one round earlier this year. Um, so we have a few different things on the go, which is fantastic. And then, of course, the Toronto Festival and the Ottawa Festival. Tell me a bit about the Ottawa Festival, because some people may not even know that there is an Ottawa Festival. Yeah, I mean, Ottawa is not has not been around as long as the Toronto one. I think we're about 11 years in for that. And so, um, you know, it's well, typically uh, Toronto Festival is in May and then Ottawa would be in October, November. 
So it's typically a four to five day festival we take to the Capitol. And, uh, and it's a great, it's a great um, piece that we put on there. And so of course this year with the pandemic, <clears throat> having to postpone our big 30th anniversary back in May uh, to October, what we've done in moving online to a platform is effectively combined the Toronto and Ottawa festivals for this year. And with the online streaming platform, uh, the content is available across Ontario. So it's actually been, it's a really interesting opportunity to reach more people than ever potentially, so. Inside Out is 30. So you think of Inside Out being, you know, uh, leaving their 20s and now, you know, is 30 <laughs> is, is, is an adult. There is a generational shift in terms of, you know, when Inside Out started, uh, the LGBT plus community really needed at that time to see themselves on screen. So it was a revolutionary idea at that time to even have a film festival. I remember standing on back when you used to have films at the, you know, in, at the Bader and standing on Charles Street and people in their cars walking, you know, driving by and pause and the, you know, while the waiting in traffic going, what's happening? And we'd say, you know, it's a gay and lesbian film festival. And they're like, what? Oh, it's like <laughs> some, no, would, be, some no. would be pleased and some would not be pleased, you know, in, in terms of the reaction. So yeah. I think it was revolutionary at the time. And um, so people were, were hungry to see themselves on screen. And now, you know, actually I'm, I'm okay with it being a, a virtual festival this year because maybe you'll pull in some of those young people who, you know, being LGBT plus is a different experience for them now. For sure. And, and just, you know, looking at and real and understanding how people consume their media. Uh, you know, I, I feel a world pandemic has leveled the playing field a little bit. Uh, and so we've done our best over the summer to really, you know, do all the research and, and talk to other festivals and, and still put on a festival that we're proud of, uh, which is even more accessible now than, what would have happened in May, I think. And that's, you know, that's really what we're working on and working towards and yeah. Yeah, and you know, I, I, it's like, this is your big celebratory year being, you know, being 30. Yeah. Kudos to even pulling the festival off because the festival was scheduled in May, still in the early days when people didn't even know what was going to happen with this, you know, COVID-19. You guys got to work. Yeah, I mean, you know, and of course back in, March, April, when we had to make those calls, mm -hmm. we, you know, we, we really did think October, yeah, we're going to be back to normal, or at least as a strong hybrid version. You know, right. You know, Tiff and everyone was thinking that would be the case. And then it's, that just wasn't the case. Uh, so it, it's, you know, so many things have, have changed. And, and uh, you know, I think we're really happy with the, we signed on with Cinecent, it's a, a queer-owned Canadian company, uh, and they've worked with hot dogs and tons of other festivals uh, and so far you know there's little bits and pieces that people are you know learning curves with it but I think everyone is at least from what I can tell is embracing it and enjoying it and just seeing that more than ever especially in an anniversary year during a time like this in the world um, film can still bring us together and, and we can use all of these platforms to not just watch the content but to share the content and to talk about the content. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we can't do that in person right now, but we can do it online and we can share and we can do these various things. And I think, 
you know, our core members and donors have really responded to that. And that certainly means a lot. In a and a year you, like this, when they would have been expecting, you know, big parties and all that. And it's like, we're, we can't do that, but we can still celebrate at the core what's important. And who would have thought that drive-ins would become fashionable again? <laughs> yes. And I mean, thank goodness, you know, it's, 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 it's a workaround and, and people are loving it. It seems, you know, other festivals doing it and with the city of Toronto putting some on in the summer was a really great experiment to see how, how we'd respond. And, uh, you know, we were able to do two and each night was just so well run. It was just incredible showing up on site and just seeing staff and volunteers just going for it. And as People, cars were coming in, people are smiling and getting their popcorn. And, you know, we've all got our masks on and it looks different, but we're all there for the same reason at the core that we showed up 30 years ago for. And you had a huge opening night film. Yeah, well, we opened up with uh, Stardust, which was a great, you know, very cool, interesting biopic about um, David Bowie, uh, who is on his 1971 U.S. promo tour for the man that sold the world. Um, and it's through that tour that was a disaster that inspired him to become Ziggy Stardust and create that, you know, gender bending glam rock icon. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, to kick off with that in, in a drive-in scenario as well. And what was your other drive-in? Uh, the other drive-in was Jump Darling. Uh, Love Phil that Connell. film. You have to say it yeah. right, Andrew. It's Jump Darling. <laughs> I can't say it like Cloris, so I don't Cl even want to try. Cloris Leachman. You have Cloris Leachman at Inside Out. So fabulous. You know, I'm old enough to think of her as Phyllis. So shout out to all those, you know, people of a certain age who remember Phyllis. Phyllis. I mean, to me, she was Beverly Ann Stickle. Acts <laughs> <Backs> of life. <laughs> There you go. But Jump Darling, what a wonderful film. And uh, Toronto-based Toronto as well. Toronto-based. And that was um, a finance forum success story as well for us. It had gone through our finance forum event. Congratulations to those filmmakers. Yeah, um, yeah they did an amazing job. What else in the festival um, is screening is that got support from you from, in, from Inside Out? Uh, Breaking Fast is the other one. Um, and that is a great film. <laughs> uh, tell, tell, the, tell the audience what it's about. It's on my to see list. It's about a gay practicing Muslim uh, who lives in West Hollywood and he's kind of struggling with being single and his religion and all that kind of thing. And he meets, he meets a guy at a party um, uh, during Ramadan. And so it's kind of this charming story, romance, I guess, if you will, for a young gay Muslim. And it's, uh, you know, you just don't see that on screen. And it's it's a really beautiful story. Uh, and uh, it started out as a short film that we had back in 2016. And then he expanded it to a feature, which was in our finance forum in 2017. And then they made the film uh, last year. And so we're very happy to, to have it uh, at the festival. And it's, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's great. It's a really, it's a romantic film. It's really quite nice. So I hope people check it out. I love romance and um, <laughs> I love romance. So I'm so happy uh, to see that that's being in included at Inside Out. So I will definitely um, be there for that. But, you know, you mentioned uh, Breaking Fast uh, Muslim uh, content. Um, I think of a film like Shiva Baby with, uh, uh, you know, Jewish, con you don't get more Jewish than the Shiva. And, you know, <laughs> yes. it's, and that was such a funny film. Oh my gosh. I mean, that is just 
like watching this glorious train wreck and it's it's so well done it's so well done yeah, yeah. It's, and that's on demand as well till the 11th so people yeah. do check it out and you know this young woman at a shiva with you know somebody she's been having sex with at, who's a man and her um her ex uh kind of high school lover with her parents at the shiva and the and the sh- and the shiva baby and <laughs> so it's just you know all in this uh one setting and it's <clears throat> just wonderful just wonderful <laughs> there's a lot going on <laughs> and then you have the film which you know I, I, I on, on social media, I said, you know, hit me in all the fields. And that's um, Gossamer Folds, with mm. a, bla- a black trans actress. Oh, Alexander Gray is incredible. Uh, and she actually did, she had a spot on how to get away with murder last year, I believe last season. Uh, and she's so talented and she's lovely. Um, you know, she's, she's a friend of Inside Outs. And uh, she, she has a huge career ahead of her. And she's so good in that film. So well, she she was that. my she was my discovery. I didn't know anything <sighs> about her till I saw this movie, and you know, I of course I fell in love with her wigs, um, but you know, <laughs> but she is just so natural and wonderful on screen. And you know, this you know, as a black person, I'm always looking for more other black people on screen. And she's mm-hmm. a trans black woman in Kansas City, and. You know, she lives with a dad who is still calling her, her, her name is Gossamer. Her dad mm-hmm. is still calling her George. And I'm like, no, you can't yeah. do that. Stop doing that. But, you know, he's old and black and stubborn and I totally get him. It's mm-hmm. like, I understand that type of character and her situation that she's, you know, living with. And then next door you have this little white boy. Oh, so cute. Um, you know, dealing with his uh, his parents' breakup and their next door neighbors and how they interact. And, you know, I'm so glad that Inside Out exists as a forum to showcase these people. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's, it's you know, there are so many different, so many different types of people are part of our communities, you know, and, you know, we strive to represent as many of those or all of them as we can. And, you know, filmmaking is changing and people are seeing um, how significant it is to have people play authentic roles or play, mm. play roles authentically. And, you know, we've, especially with trans roles with Alexandra Gray, you know, she's perfect in this role. It's so good. Yeah. It's a wonderful film. Got me in the fields. Like I said, you know, <laughs> it ended and my, oh, I was just verklempt. But uh, <laughs> The obituary of Tunde Johnson is another is going to be another drive-in feature. When is that happening so people don't miss it? So it won't be a drive-in, unfortunately. It's going to be online as well. Okay. Um, it's just it's it's just um, uh, we've worked it as a time-specific online experience. And so um, on Friday, this coming Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, um, within like a window, you click play to watch this film. And what we have after is a live. Uh, moderated extended Q&A that uh, one of our programmers, Ali McLeod, is going to run with uh, the director, um, Ali Leroy, uh, the screenwriter, Stanley Kalu, who wrote the screenplay at the age of 19, and uh, producer, Zachary Green. Uh, so it's, this film is, it's, it's, <laughs> there's never been a film, I think, more relevant and more timely than this right now. And it's about African-American teen, uh, Tunde, um, who 
is caught in this Groundhog Day type loop where at the end of each day he dies at the hands of LA police officers. Mm-hmm. And with each day when he wakes up, uh, he, he's aware of what happened. And so each day he tries further to figure out what's going on. And so it's, it's an incredible film. It, it premiered at TIFF last year uh, and we were set to show it in May. Um, and then it's still, it was just, it wasn't doing anything, but, you know, we, we were tracking this for a long time. Uh, and, you know, I think they were working towards distribution and, and it was just being kept under wraps because I wasn't seeing it show up at other festivals or anything. So we were really, you know, really keen on bringing this <clears throat> into our space uh, because we need to have these conversations, you know, and, and these more diverse stories and these real stories. And so uh, we really wanted to, to set it up in a way that would give it a platform uh, and just have these filmmakers talk and just have people watch it because you can't, this film is not a film that you want to watch without context by yourself. You know, I think mm-hmm. this is a movie that should be seen in a cinema that should be seen with a Q&A. And so this is the next best way we could do that. I read into this screenwriter and I was like totally being an auntie with him, you know, like praising him. He was like, he's a child. He's like 19. And, you know, so I was like being total auntie with him, you know, like, oh, pose, pose in a picture for me. It's like, I saw your film. It's like, you know, I was, you know, because this is such a topical film. And, you know, with him dying over and over at the hands of police and you get to see who this person is and um, it's such a different person than you expect, especially with the type of parents that he has. Mm. So it's not the traditional story that uh, people think they know already. And mm. um, later on, I met the director who really tall. So he had to do the, had to do the selfie for us <laughs> so, he, <laughs> so he could get me in the frame. But um, oh. so I'm glad you're having a Q&A uh, with, mm-hmm. with, with the film because I never got that opportunity myself. So that's happening on, on Friday at 7. So let's talk about ticket prices and how people can watch these films uh, virtually. Yeah, so um, so we have a couple of different options. So single general tickets are $11. Uh, we do have a five pack for $40. Um, as well, we have a real access pass for the first time this year, which uh, is $60 and it gives you access to all of the films that have captioning. Uh, so we're, you know, every year we're really trying hard to, to make our festival more accessible. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's we're still not there and we're working on it. Um, so we have this pass um, at a reduced price that gives you access to all of the films that we do, that we were able to have captioned in time. Uh, and then of course we have an all access pass that's $250 that gives you access to everything. And so the way to access this, if you go to insideout.ca, um, you click on the 2020 festival uh, and then you can look through the films. And then once you click through to buy tickets, it takes you into our elephant ticketing system. And the way it works is that once you purchase your your films, you get an email with the voucher codes, and then you put in your voucher code through that. You get a link, they put the voucher code in, and then it comes up on the platform. And so if you have Apple TV or Roku, you can add the Inside Out app to it and just watch stream everything through your apps that way as well. So it, it's, it looks really great. And we have a voting, a really fun voting system uh, for our audience awards. After you see the film, it'll prompt you to, to go in and vote uh, for the film as well. Uh, so, you know, we're trying to make this as interesting and great <laughs> as, as close to we can as, as, a, as an inside out experience that we're used to. Uh, and, 
we've done a number of Q and A's and panels as well that we pre-recorded that are up there with the films as well. You have some freebies and I saw a great one called Well-Rounded uh, and so yeah, yeah. And uh, it's part of the Canadian spotlight and it's free. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, thank you to, um, thank you so much to our folks at, at uh, CBC. We have a spotlight on Canada section. All those films are free of charge. So we have the uh, decriminalization of homosexuality in Canada docs, sex sin in 69. We have the horror film spiral that, um, stars are Canada's Drag Race uh, host, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. And then we have Well-Rounded, which you were just speaking to, Shanna's film, and um, Lulu Wei's uh, amazing documentary that had its premiere at Hot Dogs. Uh, but it's called There's No Place Like This Place Any Place, which looks at um, the gentrification of the Honest Ed's neighborhood in Toronto and with a very queer perspective because Lulu is queer and she and her partner are forced to move as a result of this and it just looks at the displacement of queer people and marginalized people within and the artist community on those streets all around Honest Eds as it's being taken down and condos are going up and it's mm -hmm. it's such a moment in Toronto I think to, for this and uh, we have a great pre-recorded Q&A that goes along with it so I definitely yeah. recommend watching it. It's like all the flavors disappearing along Bathurst and Bloor. Um, and, you know, it's it's really sad to see it go. And I hope when these, you know, new places go up, they do include space, you know, for artists and for, you know, for BIPOC people and BIPOC mm -hmm. artists, because it's flavor to a neighborhood. You know, yeah. we don't want blandness and we want the creativity to continue. So uh, let's hope uh, and keep our fingers crossed that that'll happen. But Andrew Murphy, thank you so much for talking to me about Inside Out and, uh, you know, keep on with the, you know, whatever uh, face cream you've been using. <laughs> I mean, honestly, nothing too fancy. I do work in the nonprofit arts. Let's be honest. <laughs> so, but it's always a pleasure to talk to you. So thanks for having me. And thank you for uh, bringing Inside Out 30 to the virtual screen so we don't miss it this year. Thank you so much, Andrew. Thank you, Donna. And that is my interview with the Paul Rudd of Toronto, uh, Director of Programming, Andrew Murphy. Inside Out, the website is insideout.ca, insideout.ca. Runs until October the 11th. And just a clarification in case you think I want um, Bathurst and Bloor to just be BIPOC people. No, of course, um, LGBT plus are also thrown in there. Uh, Inside Out has shown a great diversity this year in terms of their film and handling the intersectionality of peoples. And uh, yeah, 30 years, Inside Out 30, congratulations. Also, in terms of screening the films, um, you don't need to have Apple or Roku TV. You can uh, cast it uh, from your phone or your tablet to your TV. So you can do that as well. So very accessible. And I hope you check out this year's festival.